Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Everybody and welcome to the Kachat. It is, of course, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm Lucas Southworth. And I'm John Bishop. John. Lucas. Lucas. John. What if I wasn't? Whoa. What if you were What weren't? if I was, like, super weird? Then you'd still be John Bishop. But... No, like, what oh. if I was a different, a different thing altogether? Sure. What if I was something, like, super bizarre... Uh-huh. Like, worthy of having my own, like, Wikipedia page. Whew. That'd be... That'd be a lot, man. Like, how how much would it take? What do you think it would take to, like, be weird enough to earn your own Wikipedia page? Well, there would have to be a sort of notableness about it. There's a better word for it than that, you know, but... Lots of people are weird, but lots of people are weird in similar ways, which is mm-hmm. a bit counterintuitive, you know? Yeah, we're all weird, which makes none of us weird. Yeah, like Syndrome. That's the line from The Incredibles, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if everybody's weird, then that's pretty weird. Yeah, man. Uh, I would say it's pretty hard to get on Wikipedia, but luckily Wikipedia isn't the only wiki out there, you know? Wait, there's other wikis? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> Wiki how? Hey, straight up, good joke there. Uh, <laughs> that More podcasts need to do that to stop the action to compliment each other's jokes. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, yes, John, as I, as I demonstrate every... No, I don't do it every week. Certainly, we don't post every week either. Uh, <laughs> every several that's episodes. That's not our fault. It's a little our fault. Several episodes during the wiki quote. Uh, yeah, there's another one. It's the it's the cars one. Uh, it's the cars one. It's the car. It's the cars one. It used to be World of Cars Drive In, uh, and it makes me sad that it isn't any longer called that. But it mm-hmm. is now PixarCars.Fandom.Com. So, Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. and like it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but. That's worse. It is. Have I told I you? Want, I want things to make less sense and just be more fun. Yeah. I think it I think it was World of Cars Drive-In. I may have talked about this. I think it was World of Cars Drive-In because World of Cars is that online MMORPG. Mm-hmm. Well, not an RPG. MMO uh, that Cars had for a while. So I think World of Cars Drive-In started as a wiki for that but then evolved into like one of, if not the main cars wikis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have like a merger with Pixar mm-hmm. cars, which whenever I hear 
there must have been some people who that was their whole world for like a few weeks was that merger Mm -hmm. uh the people who really really care about these wikis and that just that that's fun to think about (laughs) for me hopefully for the listeners since i just talked about it for a little bit Mm -hmm. but anyway the concept of this episode is we 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 didn't have a concept well john did but i said i don't want to do it this week uh in fact you had a concept and then I had a concept, and then you were like, neither of those. It's true. Well, we didn't do the prep work for my concept. Uh, <laughs> and then I just didn't feel like doing yours. So instead, I went to PixarCarsFandom.com, uh, and I clicked the random page button maybe hundreds of times. <laughs> I was going to guess 32, but hundreds is better. <laughs> Probably not hundreds, but it felt like it, because uh, a lot of them will just bring up, like, a random voice actor who was, like, the Polish version of Rod Torkline or something in Cars 2, and okay. I'll say, well, that's not something we could talk about on the on the show, because my first concept was not to curate the list at all. It was to just go through random pages and talk about those, but I tried it, and it was deeply boring. All right, uh, but let's let's talk about what you just said that we couldn't talk about. Uh, if someone is Polish, do you spell Polish the same way you would spell Polish? You do, in fact. That's upsetting to me. Well, it's capitalized. Fair enough. Just hope it's not starting a sentence, you know? <laughs> but yes, I, I focused in on characters. Uh, I, I also spent a lot of time in the miscellaneous characters uh, section which is which is a good one if you want weird cars characters. I figured we would just go through some of these, do a big wiki quote kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also t- titled it tentatively here. You can see, John, a character study. Nice, nice. Uh, which I'm a fan of. I think it would mm-hmm. be, if we hadn't gone autobiographies, which is better than character study, but I think character study would have been a good one for that one as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway... <laughs> let's just jump into it i'm driving the train this week so i guess you can't do anything until i start doing the meat of the episode now that i think about it that is a fair assessment except i will say yes conducting Ooh, true 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 our uh our train heads gonna be very upset if we didn't correct that yeah hopefully they didn't stop listening in the three seconds it took for you to correct it uh but if you did one you're not listening to it but two i do understand Mm-hmm. All right, let's start. I want to start with uh, what to me feels like a bigger one, just mm-hmm. to kick us off with a bang. And you think it would, wouldn't be a bigger one because it is just two articles, both with uh, a sentence each. But we are going to start with pixarcars.fandom.com slash wiki slash Manny. Okay, like... Emmanuel, or is it like manual? It's just Manny. (laughs) Okay. And there is one sentence, and it is, Manny is a monorail from Disney Parks. And I was looking at it, and I went, that's kind of weird. I wouldn't think they would have confirmed Disney Parks really like that. But then I looked over at the picture, and it's a picture from real life. (laughs) And I found another one 
that is Mandy, and it is also Mandy is a monorail from Disney Parks. So, Manuel, Manny, and Mandy, and Emmanuel. I think all there is, four of them. In fact, one more that I I opened <laughs> and closed at some point, but I figured that Manny and Mandy were enough to to get us going. All right, but what it, does the other one fit the theme? It was certainly an M name, but I can't find it now. Mandark. Mona. It was Mona, which makes the most sense for monorail, uh, Mona which I assume rail. is the joke. Mm-hmm. Now, Manny, Manny rail. It sort of works. Mandy rail works the least, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Uh, but I was curious about this because the wiki gave no other information. Uh, mm-hmm. So I Googled it real quick and found an article from 2012 uh, that was Disneyland gives monorails a Cars facelift, adding eyes, a mouth, and a voice in promotion of Cars Land opening. Oh, so they existed and they were given a Thomas the Tank Engine finally entering the magical realm face l- lift or production. I don't know how to describe that, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about uh, when when trains enter specifically steam trains enter into the magical realm that is just a parallel dimension towers they do gain a face yeah and these two are very these three i guess are very interesting to me because like it's not like we don't have cars verse characters invading our world especially in specifically the disney parks Mm -hmm. but these characters only exist in the real world you know yeah these were never in the movies to our knowledge. So it, I don't know how actually interesting it is or not, but I just got very hung up on the fact that these are cars first characters that only exist, only existed uh, in our real dimension universe. Now, which one's harder to come to terms with the fact that there are cars characters that exist only in the real world or that there are real humans that exist as cars in the cars world. Because, like, my my justification for why the second would be more hard to come to terms with is because there's a lot of them. That's true. Uh, you might even go so far to say that I'm going to talk about one a little later. All right. Uh, <laughs> but, nice. But I don't know, like... It, obviously, it's easy to justify either if we get out of our conspiracy theorist nonsense of like, ah, they're just doing parodies because it's fun and ah, they're doing a little promotion because it's easy to do. But like, if their world is a parallel of our world, which we talk about all the time of it being because, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's there <laughs> and whatnot, uh and I guess it doesn't preclude the fact that Manny, Mona, and Mandy do exist in their version of the Disney parks. We just haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. This one was just wrinkling my brain a little bit. And I can't talk about it in a good way. I, I, I was trying to think of like a good little dumb theory we could go down with it of like, ah, they're invading our world. Or maybe they originate from our world. Uh, which... In a way, they do, because that's where the animators live. Uh, mm-hmm. But I couldn't come up with anything, so I was hoping you would, or you would just agree with, like, yeah, that's crazy, man, and then we'd move on. 
well, the theory is there, and I'm sure your subconscious is screaming it at you. Sure. But uh, what have we said of beings that are similar to monorails? Trains are are demigods? Gods? Yes. Yeah. Demigods or yeah. gods. And uh, if that is the case, what being would have the power to transcend into a different realm sure. other than a demigod? That's fair. And the other ones that have also transcended, there aren't like a ton that have appeared in Disney parks, you know, like it's mostly... I mean, God King Mater. Yeah, it's mostly Mater and his friends. Mm -hmm. The only one that I can think of off the top of my head, and this is because I saw him last time I went to Disney, is DJ, one of the, the delinquent road hazards. <laughs> Everyone knows who DJ is. Sure. DJ is just there mostly so he can play songs and uh, the cast members can dance around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it's all Mater's friends. So, you know, maybe Mater brought his friends with him and DJ, because DJ's a party. Uh, and the trains themselves came under their own similar but different godlike powers. Mm -hmm. I mean, makes sense. Only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it, uh, it makes sense is something you could say about it. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Okay, so we've got demigods. We've got trains. we got monorails. But... Boy, howdy. How many beings do we think there are in our world that are just in our world that are from the Carsverse in theory? I mean, we only know of... Well, actually... In the miscellaneous characters section... There are characters that were introduced as diecasts first, and most of them are just like incredibly minor, like uh, this random racer's pit crew. Like we mm -hmm. see the racer in the movies, we never see the pit crew, but it was introduced as a toy because uh, why wouldn't they? Uh, so, like, I guess there would that would also sort of count, you know. Mm -hmm. But then there is the whole, uh, well, we've got uh, Neanderthal, Mater, and Lightning before they were ever real, but we knew they were going to be real. That's true. That's true. Huh. And like so I said, maybe it's like a soul thing where the soul existed before the body did. Well, and <laughs> just inhabited some traits. Uh, in Anaheim, California, that just so happened to to line up with the opening of Cars Land, or maybe you know, uh, Liz, who was running Disney in twenty twelve? Not other Bob. I'll say Bob Iger just for the joke. Oh, she's googling it. Anyway, maybe what happened is Bob Iger or Bob Chapek or Michael Eisner, one of them was like, we're opening this new land in Disneyland. We need something big. So he did a ritual to summon the souls of these three trains that were going to be in the cars first and instead stuck them into the monorails that already existed in our world. Uh, and then, bada-bing, bada-boom, they existed, I gotta say, probably for less than a year. And mm -hmm. then they were quietly shuffled off this mortal coil. All right, so... That is, of course, how Mandela Effect happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Someone performs a ritual to summon someone out of their proper dimension. And then we've got a weird replacement. If you want to see what they look like, I did send you uh, a picture in the chat. For Uh, some reason, it won't show. It never works. The stupid chat. (laughs) While you look at that and see if that one worked. Which is the... Oh, yeah, it did. Boy, howdy. Yeah, she's terrified, right? Yeah. That one's Mandy. Which one's which? Because there's an orange and a blue. Uh, Blue one is Mandy. Orange one was Manny. (laughs) All right. Good. Good. All right. So I feel like we've drained that well. Mm -hmm. So Uh, I'm going to do a a quick aside because I just want to inform the audience of some things that have been going on in my deep mind. So I've been exploring plenty of uh, YouTube and whatnot, and and I've been inspired like multiple times, and I've just been going through and finding so many possible origins. So uh, let us know, email us or something, uh, if you think we should do an episode on origin for Thomas the Tank Engine, of course, yeah. uh, Transformers, that yeah. one's a bit obvious, or Star Wars. I think I had maybe another one or two, but those are the three that stick out in my mind right now. What intim- what intimidates me about Thomas the Tank Engine, I'm sure we could do it really well, but there's so much of it that exists mm-hmm. that like doing it justice is not quite the right word, but I worry that we couldn't do it justice, you know? Well, I'm afraid that we would just go on a tear of the fact that Thomas the Tank Engine historically extremely capitalist in the worst yeah. kind of way. Yeah. Uh, if you are not true. a very useful train, you deserve to die or be tortured forever. It's messed up. Yeah. Well, anyway, let us know which of those you want us to do and maybe we'll do them. But moving on, since you did mention uh, real humans appearing in the cars first, uh, our next character i wanted to get into john was george clunkey <laughs> george clunkey yes is the whole pun there just key because yes. cars have keys seemingly yes it also starts with a k which i don't quite understand but whatever you do mean clune right yes not K george okay it's it's uh tom scott's got that impressions video person who thinks that duck starts with an f for duck sure 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 <laughs> all right so george Clunkey is an actor he is a famous movie star that plays in various movies such as the radiator uh he appeared i think in like a comic book it seems like uh the Was comic it a, a batman comic book no unfortunately not uh it was called Headlong Mater. Uh, but mm. if we go to the history, it's George Clunkey is an actor who worked alongside Mater in movies such as The Radiator. Uh, let's see. One of his movies was Rusty Wheels, where his antagonist, Turbo Jack, demonstrated his bad tricks on the track. Mater did all the stunts as his stuntman. However, Clune, uh, George decided to leave from the film because he said that Mater was too good and that he stole the show and the movie was canceled as a result. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. 
was he the stuntman for George Clunkey? It's a little ambiguous from the wording, but I think, yes, Mater was George Clunkey's stuntman. And so I know what you're thinking. That, we can assume that in the real world, instead of looking like Lawrence, the cable gentleman, uh, he looks more like George Clooney. Well, the thing is, you'd think from what I've told you that George Clooney would be a tow truck, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, try, try this link and see if this one works so you can see a picture of George Clooney. Okay, so he looks absolutely nothing like him. He's like a green sports car. Uh, so, yeah... <laughs> Somehow Mater got work as the stuntman for George Clooney. Maybe there's some joke in the comics about, uh, you know, oh, well, we'll remove it all in digital, in, you know, post-production and make you look like him. But I don't know, man. <laughs> Seems like you should get a stunt car who looks like the actor. Okay. So I wanted to follow this trail a little bit to see, well, maybe he was playing the other guy. No, Turbo Jack also a more boxy looking sports car, but a sports car. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if Mater still has his technology from Cars 2, he could maybe transform himself to look like George Clooney, although it mostly just makes him look like other forms of tow trucks. Or just trucks or vans yeah. in general. Yeah. Uh, he can look like anything that's bigger than him. Yeah. Um. Okay, so a weird thing. I clicked on that other link to get to the image of Mandy, uh -huh. and then the other image that you had sent started to work. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Mater could use any of his godlike powers, I guess, to make himself look like George Clooney. And maybe it says his stuntman, but maybe mm -hmm. the article is put wrong. Maybe he just does stunts in the movie, like in the background or something. Or maybe uh, he's just in the movie and instead of having a stuntman, did his own stunts. Yeah, but I'm thinking probably... Mater used his godlike powers to make everyone think he looked like George Clooney. So, pretty cool. Or to think that, for some reason, him not looking like him didn't matter. That's also a good point. I do want to uh, go down to the trivia real quick before I move off George Clooney, uh, where it says, in the Polish version of the comic, his name was translated to Antonio Bandzirauris. <laughs> Uh, so he's either George Clooney or Antonio Banderas or both, which is interesting, but only in Poland. Meaning that perhaps, perhaps he looks somewhere in between Antonio Banderas and George Clooney in the real world. That's still pretty good. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> one, one might say. Oh, boy. I want to keep on the comics train, because I found a lot of good uh, characters that only appeared in comics. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to move over to Chick Hicks's father. Is it Richard Hicks? Uh, he is unnamed, as far as I can tell. 
I hope it's Richard. No, I understand why. It's because you just like that name. Uh, mm-hmm. I, man, I want to because sure. Dick Grayson. Sure. I even know someone whose name is Richard. And they I don't mean, go by that name. Yeah, you know, even and your name, if your name's Richard, you don't have to go by Dick. You could go. No, by I don't Dick. mean that. They don't even go by Richard. Okay. They just have, you know, the classic first middle name and then they go by first. Sure, sure, sure. It's a good name. Uh, but, you know, as they say, in Lego, the Lego Batman movie, children can be cruel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I understand. But anyway, uh, Chick Hicks, father, as far as I can tell, appears in three panels of one comic as a flashback, but gives Chick Hicks a little bit of tragic backstory i guess uh if we if we read it here uh it says chick hicks's father is a muscle car uh he was incredibly mean towards his son chick hicks uh and then this is very interesting to me once when chick gave up a victory to help an injured car during a race his father angrily scolded him believing their family was a family of winners and that chick could not afford to forfeit victories in the name of good sportsmanship so they really wanted to make a an explanation of oh he was raised this way he's just he's not just a bad person he specifically was taught do not help other people yeah to the extent of the exact scenario of the finale of the movie cars yeah 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 so that's either just some lazy writing or Maybe it was incredibly traumatic for Chick in that moment. It can and is both. Yes. Uh, You could go so far as to say that maybe the writer... uh, I don't know how to put this in in a nice way. Is just kind of an apologist? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. In like... A very general and very bad way. I will say... I'd like to think it was more... Someone's like, hey, we need to have a story with Chick Hicks. And, you know, it's better if a character's 3D and they have, like, reasoning for their actions. So, like, try and make him somewhat reasonably likable. Uh, And I think in evidence of it probably being traumatic for Chick... uh, there, it goes on to say, uh, years later during a Radiator Springs rally, uh, after Chick Hicks caused a serious accident involving other racers, Lightning McQueen said that he needed to see a therapist and figure out why Chick felt the need to do the things he did. Apparently, Chick Hicks stopped in place during the race, had the flashback in question, uh, and like, I like. Apparently, you know, he fully stopped and dissociated for a moment when Lightning McQueen said he needed to go to therapy and figure out why he was the way he is. So, you know, as people do, realize the error of their ways and also why they are the way they are immediately just because someone suggests that they should. So that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Some backstory for our favorite, least favorite character from cars one uh 
then we've got an interesting one here, John. Mm-hmm. I'm staying with the comics because I got on a chair with the comics for a minute. All right. And we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about the chariot of the pharaohs. The chariot of the pharaohs. <laughs> yeah. I As feel... in, like, a chariot that was in the Cars world. You'd think, but I've sent you sent you a link because I think you need to see the picture of it pretty early into this discussion. I'll go ahead and start describing it. It is, in fact, a museum exhibit that Mac and his friend Gray, apparently, went to visit. That is just a Model T that has been mummified. Yeah, yeah. And the commentary on the image is pretty upfront. <laughs> yeah, w- one of them, I guess Gray, uh, says... This is just a car wrapped in tape, while Mac is defending it, saying, show some respect for a cherished relic. So, I'm inclined to agree with Gray that it's just a car wrapped in tape, for a number of reasons. Now, I will say that the link I am sending you as we speak is what they're riffing on in this comic. Oh, yeah, the thing. Yeah, because it is... it. It is just on like a roadside attraction. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, presumably it is. It's in the comic Route 66 Dash. So it's presumably, you know, in some random roadside attraction, not a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. Is this the thing that uh, Eddie Burbank and Ted, yep. what's his name, Saul, on their yeah. Margaritaville trip? What is the thing? Oh, it's just a. A fake mummy. It's a fake mummy. But I do want to live in the world where it's a real mummy for a minute, John. Uh, <laughs> because... All right. Let's live in that world where it's a real mummy. Uh, why Why is it a Model T? That's a good question. I do... I want to make sure I read this because it's one of my favorite uh, wiki quotes. Is under the occupation section. It says the chariot of the pharaohs served as the chariot for the pharaohs that ruled over five thousand years ago. But also, you know, reinforces that question of why is it a Model T if it's supposedly five thousand years old? It's five thousand years old, but it's also a nineteen twenty eight Ford. And is you know supposed to be a chariot, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not what that is. I guess it could sort of serve. A similar purpose to a chariot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. But if if so, what that means is that the pharaohs were inside of it. Yeah, I guess I was thinking of the chariot as the horses, which it is not. The chariot is the part... Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe... Okay. Maybe there were just humans, and they used the car as the chariot. Okay. I don't maybe. love that. Maybe think... everything magically turned into Cars World. Sure. And this is a car from before the change that didn't change. Yeah, like cars appeared, but humans didn't die, you know? So this was in between cars appearing and cars killing out the human population and taking over. Hmm. I guess. I guess. I think you're right that it's probably just a fake roadside attraction, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Hey, show some show some respect for a cherished relic. You know, maybe I should. That's something I try to live by. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, we're staying with the comics here. All right. And 
I feel like I've talked about this, so stop me if I have. But the Underminer is the one that tipped me off to this. Okay. It is from the same the same comic, Route 66 Dash. And I will admit that this he appears during a dream sequence. But I would argue an important dream sequence. Who's dreaming? It's Mac. Okay. And if, if you don't know... Mac is voiced by uh, John Ratzenberger, mm-hmm. who is most famous, arguably for being a voice actor in many, if not all, Pixar movies. So yeah. what this... They even make fun of it in the after credits. Yes. So what this dream sequence is, is aliens have abducted the Underminer, uh, Ham, P.T. Flea, the Yeti, uh, Mac, and... Cliff Clavin, who is a carified version of John Ratzenberger's character from the show, let's see, I want to say Cheers, maybe? From Cheers, yeah. And they are doing, quote, carburetor experiments on them. Oh, okay. So what this this scene from the comic is, is, you know, all of these John Ratzenberger characters who are carified being experimented on by aliens. And it's challenging stuff. It is a dream sequence, like I said, but I don't know, man. The fact that Mac can see through the fog enough to see all of these characters voiced by the same person he is, including one that's not even Pixar, that is a parody of his character from Cheers, that to me gives Mac some sort of psychic abilities <laughs> or some ability to pierce the veil, you know, see into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to establish that as something I truly think might be an ability Mac has, but I kind of do. <laughs> now we've discussed before the possibility of there being characters in multiple dimensions you know the whole nexus thing what if that is him what if he is max specifically seeing these people because they're just other versions of him and this dream is actually him doing a uh a multiverse of madness uh peek into a bunch of other realities I mean, I like that. I like that a lot. Isn't that what dreams are? Did they establish that in Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness? That you just dreams look... are just you seeing other realities. That's an insane thing to establish, by the because way. Because dreams are insane. But then they were like, hey, we got to make it to where that's a thing that could be. So, yeah, we'll have a world or two where it's just like goop. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess they covered it. Still seems like wild. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be some character at some point in a future movie who's going to have a dream sequence. Uh, and then everyone's going to be like, you know, technically that is a multiverse that occurred. And mm-hmm. then they'll be like, yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> this is a thing that was real. Uh, but yeah, I Mac is psychic. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't have much more to say about that. <laughs> All right. Well, I, yeah. there's the idea that because he's a truck, 
he might be closer to deity. Who knows? I do like that. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, I am stalling. Oh, there. Oh, could you hear that? Yeah. Well, that is our next character is Ulfbert. Ulfbert. Ah, that is a name that I recognize. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ulfbert, we're moving away from the comics, at least for now. I may have more. I can't remember. Ah, it's a sword. Mm, nice. <laughs> but Ulfbert, as you might imagine, I clicked uh, because his name was interesting. Uh, but I looked and I, he was like a pity for one of the planes in uh, the first planes movie. And I thought, ah, maybe not this guy, but I'll read his bio real quick. And it's pretty insane. So I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> it reads, Wolfbert is among the mightiest of pities. <laughs> he claims his steel forks were forged in the fires of a volcano and can shatter the hardest materials on earth with a single blow. While impressive, these feats are all but entirely worthless on the racing circuit. <laughs> Which. That's beautiful. One, deeply funny. A funny thing that some writer who was assigned to, like, create backstories for random background characters in the, car- in the Planes movie. Whoever did that, I don't know if we could feasibly find that out, but good job. Two, as you've mentioned, uh, Ulfbert is a type of sword, is that? Mm-hmm. A Viking sword. So that's what they're referring to here. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, swords are great and all, but a sword's not going to help you if you need a wrench. But what I want to get to is it, it starts off by saying he claims, but then it goes on to say, while impressive, which to me lends some reality to these claims, some like credence. So I think we can maybe assume that this random pity is a, the mightiest among the mightiest of the pities B his forks were forged in the fires of a volcano and C those forks can shatter the hardest materials on earth with a single blow. Now I'm going to choose to believe that. Yes. But to play devil's advocate, it could be saying, while all of that is impressive, it's not like he's ever going to have to prove it because those aren't qualities he's ever going to use in his day-to-day job. That's true. And it's a good thing to say, but I like the other thing. So. Yeah, yeah, that is better. If you're curious, uh, Ulfbert is Gunner Vikings head pity. (laughs) It was, as far as I can tell, uh, a plane that did not matter from planes. But he is named Viking, which yes. is funny. Yes. So yeah, Ulfbert, uh, I assume the other Mightiest Pities have to include Guido. Uh, I would be interested to see the rest of the list of the Mightiest of Pities, though. But now we've got another one. who It does lend some credence to you know uh guido is a super soldier Mm -hmm. so maybe several pities are just super soldiers all pities probably not but maybe which makes me think there's probably some sort of avengers like ulfbert is thor yeah yeah (laughs) pity is thor 
Captain America is obviously Guido. Well, he's Captain Italy, but sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that one. It's, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. A man who is a sword. And that's pretty cool. Oh, here is another character. Uh, but her name is Mildred Bylane. Mildred Bylane? Yes. She apparently appeared for just like a second in, yeah, the flashback scene in Cars 1, uh, hmm. where the town, Radiator Springs is in its heyday. But then there is also a comic that has her in it, uh, where it explains some of her backstory which really expands on Red's backstory. So I wanted to include that because you know I love Red. Absolutely. Who doesn't? So her bio reads, Mildred Bylane first passed through Radiator Springs in the summer of 1943 as a part of a USO publicity tour. When Hmm. she accidentally swerved into a bed of flowers, she found herself rescued by none other than the town's shyest resident, Red. When Mildred's job called her overseas at the end of the summer, she left Red a single rose to remember her by. To this day, he keeps her memory alive by caring for the descendants of that very flower. I knew it was going to say that. I knew it was going to say, and he's got a bunch of roses that are all from that rose. Yeah, and like, this doesn't really, it doesn't like do anything like, whoa, Cars is wild. But I don't know, that's kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just liked that a lot, and it made me like Red even more. Yeah, man, Red's, Red is good. Yeah, do you think they were in love, or they, they had to be in love, right? Probably, but I also want to like experience this story from a, oh, no, they just cared for each other, and it wasn't anything to do with that. It's just like, oh, this is a person that means a lot to me. Apparently, in the comic she appeared in, uh, she said, is that adorable red still around? So I do. We've often talk, talked about the time scale in cars and how it feels insane. Mm-hmm. But red's been alive since 1943. Yeah. He don't look 80, but I guess. And I guess that's fine. Well, uh, he is real big. He is real big. Short. And he is a truck. Yeah, I'm not sure what point you're proving with either of those statements, if I'm being honest. But Man, I don't know where I'm getting this from, but I feel like bigger things live longer. For humans, that's just inaccurate because yeah, that's the, the taller you are, your heart gives out sooner. But that's because humans aren't built for that. But like, how long do whales live? They live a while. I was also thinking of, is it lobsters that just keep get big, keep getting bigger and bigger until they die? Yep. So... And jellyfish do kind of the opposite, where they get to a certain maturity and then they just revert back to a younger stage. Wow. Nature is weird. Anyway. Fin whales may live uh, 90 to 100 years. That's interesting. Blue whales, this is insane, may live 30 to 90. That's a pretty big range, I gotta say. I mean, humans can live uh, from 0 to 200 I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Oh, boy. Um, but also truck, as in he's a, a semi, a semi-demi. Sure. Semi-demi sure, sure, sure. god. Like, like Maui from that, but that's what Tamatoa says. Uh, <laughs> I've got a couple of quick ones that I want to do. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we're going to go over to Davy Apex, mm-hmm. who has another... It, it doesn't imply anything, just this character's fun, and I like the bio that was written for them. Davy Apex has always dreamed of being a professional race car. Sure, he's never come in higher than 20th or 21st, but it's all still the life he's always dreamed of. He loves the cheering fans and the squealing rubber on asphalt. The only part he doesn't like is the racing part, which is probably why he's never come in higher than 20th or 21st place. See, Davy's just not that competitive by nature. If someone wants to pass him, he lets them. I mean, why be rude? That is an excellent question. Why be rude rude? when you could just let people go? Another one where just, you know, the biography writer did a good job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a weird, dumb character you created who probably doesn't matter in the plot of Cars whatsoever. I also think there are people like that. What do you, you think mean? They're like actual professionals in like sports that just don't care about winning. I think there are ones who. I think if you're a professional, you care about winning, but you don't care. There are some who probably don't care that much about losing, if that makes sense. Mm. Like after the fact, like they are okay with losing. Mm. Or, or like it's just a job to them so an anti uh brennan lee mulligan sure 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 uh man he has the quote of i don't care about winning i just don't want to lose so next one we got is crabs crabs uh you remember when Cruz doesn't want to hit a crab in cars mm-hmm. three yeah there is a from a comic you can look at a crab if you want to see what the crabs look like because you can't see them in cars three so i sent you that link Mm-hmm. That's what the crabs look like. It has oh. one of my favorite trivia's maybe ever. Now I need to say something. Go ahead. Deeply upsetting. Yeah. Why are those tracks forward facing? Well, let's see. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, because uh, they 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 should be walking side to side. That's a good point. Now I'm man. sure there are plenty of crabs that don't walk side to side, but still. That's what Krabs is known for, though. Mm-hmm. Would have it's been a, crab a good, walk. good, good little joke to do that. I do want to read the trivia. It is only seven words, uh, and it is: despite being crabs, they have no eye stalks, which is true. <laughs> it's, yep. it's, a, it's a car with pin with pinchers and tank treads. Yep. Oh boy. Okay, so they made this thing adorable and also real sad. Yeah, I can see why uh, Cruz didn't want to run into him, you know? Mm-hmm. I would feel very sad as well. I almost said something that would have been wild, because it would have been, like, in jest, but I was about to say, like, and here I was thinking that it's just she didn't want to get pinched. Like, obviously, <coughs> she didn't want to kill the small animal, but, like, those could probably do some damage. Yeah, yeah, they probably could. At mm-hmm. least scratch up. And like dent, yeah. If not tear off a piece of the metal, <laughs> probably mm-hmm. not tear off. I don't know. I have watched a YouTube video about mud crabs and whether or not they can take off fingers. Oh no! And they can't, so that's good. That is good because they tested it by having someone have a mud crab pinch their hand. Well, that's that. Was it Coyote Peterson? He always does stuff like it that. It was not. It was, uh, I think I did a thing. Mm. 
I feel like Coyote Peterson, I have watched a video where he's been pinched by a very bad crab. Oh, almost certainly. Yeah. Coyote Peterson, wild. He just does stuff, man. Yeah. Instead of drinking his own uh, urine, he just endures pain. Which I guess, and I guess it has probably some scientific merit to it. His reports on what it feels like, but I don't know, man. <laughs> Seems wild. Okay, I got one more that is a bigger one, and then I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. Because uh, we're going to end with Vern, who is the owner of Vern's taxi service. Now, when you say taxi service, mm-hmm. is he a taxi? He is, in fact, a taxi, John. And how does he service? <laughs> Now, this is interesting because his biography gives perhaps the best uh, explanation for this kind of thing. We always ask this question. What's the point of buses? What's the point of uh, ambulances, hearses? They could not fit other cars in them, so why do they exist? Mm -hmm. Uh, And his bio reads, Vern is the owner and sole employee of Vern's taxi service in Sonoma. He guides tourists through the beautiful gourmet oil country, and after a day of tasting all Northern California has to offer, he guides them safely back to their quaint G G and B's, which is, of course, garage and breakfasts. Okay, but we know beds are a thing. Yeah, but that's not what they call them. <laughs> so, honestly, a pretty, a pretty decent explanation for why taxis would exist. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's not just called a tour guide. Yeah. But, again, the best we've heard is that they lead people places instead of, you know, drive them there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's a lot. But, like, it also breaks down if you apply it to any of those other things I've mentioned. Because ambulances, the point is the person doesn't have to move. So you couldn't just follow the ambulance to the hospital, presumably. Mm-hmm. And hearses, obviously, the occupant can't move. Now, why is that? Because <laughs> they're dead. Uh, uh, I see. Yeah, no, you understand. That would do it. But a, pr- a pretty good explanation for taxis, at least, kind of. <laughs> see, it also makes the others worse. Because, it does. Because, like, if you're a vehicle that transports other vehicles, a taxi, sure, you're an average size vehicle. But if you're a larger vehicle that transports vehicles like a hearse and your whole thing is, oh, I'm just guiding people, it makes less sense for you to be big. So like an ambulance, you want to be smaller because they're just guides, right? Anything yeah. that transports, you just want to be small so they can get around easier. Yeah, because when it comes down to it, this is just making overall traffic worse to introduce mm-hmm. more cars to guide yeah. the other cars mm-hmm. but i don't know i just thought it was interesting yeah okay. so that was i don't know i'm gonna guess eight characters no i'm gonna go 11 actually because some of them were multiple characters that was 17 characters comment who you think is right somewhere <laughs> i don't we don't really have a comments box Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. John, who is uh, here's the thing. Who is your favorite? I'm gonna have to go with Ulfbert because uh, I was gonna go Ulfbert. Uh, he is Thor, <laughs> and I love the idea of Thor not as 
uh, wait, shoot, something, Dr. Something Blake, Donald, Donald Blake, as Donald Blake just doing work. No, I love the imagining of Thor himself just on Earth doing mundane work. Yeah, because his powers don't help him do the work he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you took Ulfbert, I'll go with, what was it, Mildred? Mildred Bylane? Yep, yep, yep. Because uh, that's well, sweet. Red's got a little sweetheart. That was nice. Mm-hmm. And also, he's really old. <laughs> yeah, which is l- less nice. Uh, but who knows what age means in the Cars verse? We still, I can say, haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the end of the episode for real this time. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Again, we're getting uh, pretty sporadic with these episodes, but we're doing it for us, you know, and for you, but also for us. Uh, so just bear with us if you want or don't if you don't. <laughs> yeah, fat dog for midterms. You know, uh, it's a bear dance. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you want to email us about that thing that John said earlier to email us about, uh, subject for an origin, you can do so at thekachat at gmail.com. I'm going to stop mentioning our Twitter because Twitter is a cesspool that isn't called Twitter anymore. Uh, so I thought John, it was still called Twitter. It just had a symbol or is it called X? It is. It's unclear. I think it's called X. Okay. Yeah. Well. Anyway, now John's going to say it's at the Kachat if you do want to reach out to us there. Uh, now John's going to say his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer.